Associated Radio Broadcasting proudly presents The Pinocchio. With its faithful valet and tax attorney, Jiminy Cricket, by his side, the Pinocchio stalks the night, bringing all manner of criminal, racketeer, and spooky witch to justice, putting one big smile on the faces of real island city's weak and helpless citizens. Whose nose knows where to go toe-to-toe with foes who do no-nos? The Pinocchios. Getaway's all set, boss. Right out in the back of this here theater where plays are performed and we perform insurance fraud. Good work, my faithful goon. Once we make like a popsicle stand and blow this joint, we'll be off hard times and living on convenience streets. Duh, but boss. What is it, goon two? What if the Pinocchio finds us? The Pinocchio? He's just a myth. Like the boogeyman or the, uh, boogie woman. They're all myths. Will you two shut your traps? There is no possible way the Pinocchio could ever get wise to our criminal scheme. Our criminal scheme, of course, being an insurance fraud racket. It's simple, really. We just went to the insurance office and said our close friend, the King of Denmark, took a long walk off a short pier. The rest, well, as they say, all's well that ends well. (laughs) (laughs) All's well may end well, but your wells end bad. Hey, who's there? Did you guys hear that? Duh, could be the Pinocchio. I told you, there's no such thing as the Pinocchio. Goon One, where are you? He's gone, boss. Drat! Somehow the puppets are onto us! All right, everybody, spread out! Get as far away from each other as possible! He could be anywhere! After all, he's a puppet! Goon 2, you see anything? Goon 2! Goon 2, you've been knocked out! And there's a hole the size of a tree branch right through your face! Uh, you're telling me. That's it! Time to start shooting wildly! All right, that was my last round. Although I still have not seen the Pinocchio. He must surely be dead. Anyone there? Anyone? No. Sorry, Crook. No one here but us puppets. All right, all right, nothing to see here. Move along. Sergeant Blue Fairy, nice of you to join us. Unfortunately, you're just a tad late. I've already wrapped this case up. But you're just in time for the curtain call. What's all this, then? We got reports down at the precinct that the King of Denmark is dead. Several trustworthy goons picked up the insurance money. Typical coppers. It sounds like you need to brush up on your Shakespeare, Sergeant. Jiminy? Yes, sir. Bring in our friend who's been relaxing the past two hours inside our signature Mercedes-Benz W25 Silver Arrow, nicknamed Monstro. Of course, sir. Shooting stars! It's Hamlet! Thank you, Pinocchio. 
Thanks to you, my Uncle Claudius, the notorious bootlegger and insurance racketeer, has finally been brought to justice. And now that he is definitively handcuffed, I can finally get back to Act 5, Scene 1, in which I kill myself. Ta! Pinocchio, you've done it again. Don't know how you do it. Ah, that puppet is nothing but trouble. But, you gotta admit, that's a nice guy. Another case closed. The Pinocchio speeds off into the night. Real Island City breathes a sigh of relief, safe in the knowledge that no rackets will be teared while the prodigious puppet stalks the streets. Bobbing and weaving through the 4.30 a.m. traffic, the technologically enhanced Mercedes-Benz W25 Silver Arrow, nicknamed Monstro, transforms back into an everyday, unassuming Cadillac V16 as it approaches Pinocchio's ancestral home, Geppetto Manor. But there can be no rest for our wooden boy of action. As the sun rises over Real Island City Ithmus, Pinocchio leaps from his satin sheets into his classic short stockings and alpine cravat. After wolfing down a hearty breakfast of blood pudding and wax fruit, the wooden warrior tiptoes into the parlor, where his loyal valet and tax attorney, Jiminy Cricket, has already prepared his Form 1040A for review. Another successful night of fighting crime, sir. Specifically breaking up another racketeering ring. Thanks, Jiminy. You've always had my back, old buddy. But it's not enough. Crime still exists. I can't rest until there is no more crime. The reason I feel this way is, of course, because of the death of my father. Geppetto. He built me out of a pile of magic wood. But that wood belonged to the biggest mob boss in town. Robert the Mob, Mob Donio. I can't prove it. But I know he had something to do with my father's accidental explosion at the explosion factory. Well, time to go to work. Pinocchio slams his gloved hand on a secret button, revealing a secret switch, which opens a secret door to a series of safes, one of which containing a secret doorway to the garage. There she is, in all her beauty. My beautiful Mercedes-Benz W-25 Silver Arrow, nicknamed Monstro, currently disguised as an everyday Cadillac V-16. That's a nice car. Hit it, Jiminy. Yes, sir. Jiminy jams two of his six legs on the premium-powered gas pedal, sending Monstro flying right through the garage door. They're off straight downtown to the offices of that great downtown rag, the Daily Truth. Great driving, Jiminy. Thank you, sir. As you know, I'm gently applying this false skin makeup to every inch of my wooden puppet body. That way, I'll maintain my secret identity. Real boy newspaper publisher, Peter Inocchio. Well aware, sir. My drive to fight crime would, of course, be impossible to satiate without the valuable information provided by the hard-working and underpaid reporters at my great downtown rag, The Daily Truth. But little do they know that it is actually I who are the Pinocchio. Especially ace reporter Lenore Moorhead, 
Right, sir? <laughs> I wouldn't be caught dead with her. She's covered in cooties. Drat. My nose. I swear I'm not lying. Could it be? Could I actually have feelings for Lenore? Could this real boy be becoming a real man? Huh. I guess not. She's a good friend. We're here, sir. Let me just get my nose back in order. Hand me that penicillin. <laughs> Much better. Take a couple of laps around the block, Jiminy. This should only be a moment. Hours later, Peter Inokio steps into the spacious second floor offices of that great downtown rag, the Daily Truth. Water from last night's rainstorm lies still in pots and pans over the chugging, coal-powered printing press, hard at work getting the evening edition out the door. What do you got for me, Lenore? Chief, about time you showed up. We're printing tonight's top story. The Pinocchio just solved the case of the Hamlet insurance racket. The Pinocchio? Isn't he a criminal himself? That's where you're wrong, Chief. The Pinocchio is Real Island City's premier crime fighter. They say his incredible puppet powers stem from mysterious Italian magic. No, no. I could have sworn he was a really cool bad boy criminal. While it would be really awesome if he was pretending to be a criminal in order to infiltrate the forces of evil, all evidence points to him being a well-behaved heroic boy. I disagree. Well, what we can agree on is the second top story. The all-purpose healing powers of Tompkins and Tompkins all-natural penicillin. Tompkins and Tompkins all-natural penicillin? Tompkins and Tompkins all-natural penicillin. Oh, you mean Tompkins and Tompkins all-natural penicillin. That's right. Tompkins and Tompkins all-natural penicillin. But I thought the only use for Tompkins and Tompkins all-natural penicillin was to shrink a little boy puppet's nose if they've been naughty and lying. That's where you're wrong, Chief. Tompkins and Tompkins all-natural penicillin has many uses. Its atomic-era chemical compounds politely inflame the interior of the human body, inspiring a fighting spirit in our blood cells. Got the sniffles? Death cold? With child? Or attempting to become with child? Tompkins and Tompkins all-natural penicillin contains the God particle, creating human life with just a flick of a wish. So you're telling me that Tompkins and Tompkins all-natural penicillin is full of American-made wish juice? I am saying that, and I would stand by it in a court of law, depending on the state and district. It's no wonder we lead the planet in medicinal technology, let alone the favor of God. Tompkins and Tompkins all-natural penicillin. It's not just for soldiers anymore. Print it. Any other hot stories? Hotter than hot. Really hot. A source with his ear so far to the ground, it's stuffed with crust, tells me a little bird saw suitcase face down by the docks committing the most heinous crime of all. Racketeering. Suitcase face? I remember him. He's got the kind of face you could pick out of a lineup. A lineup of luggage. That's the one! Anyway, Suitcase Face and his crew are smuggling a big batch of sound effects for the Third Reich. I'm sorry, Lenore. This is all very, very interesting, but I've got to get back to my life of being a real boy layabout. Let me just call Jiminy on my patented two-way pocket watch radiogram. Jiminy, bring around my car, the Mercedes-Benz W25 Silver Arrow. Uh, I mean, my, uh, my Cadillac B16, nicknamed Monstro. 
Yes, sir. Bye! Now to get back to drawing these editorial cartoons. Jiminy, the driving is fantastic. Don't forget to hand in your mileage sheet at the end of the week. Also, pack our bags. We're headed all the way across town to the real island city docks. Disgusting, sir. Crime? Yes, it is. And we're setting up a meeting with Suitcase Face to get gross. Through his underexplored connections in the underworld, the Pinocchio sets up a dockside rendezvous with the villainous mobster, Suitcase Face. The man with a suitcase for a face. Stuck in crosstown traffic at the pace of molasses, the Pinocchio sheds his false human skin in the backseat, revealing his true puppet form. Now, Jiminy, remember, Suitcase Face thinks that we are fellow criminals, looking to get a slice of his treasonous sound effects smuggling racket. We'll offer 14 pallets of coconut horse-clopping sounds. The moment they say yes, I'll shoot them with my gun which is also outfitted with a functioning flashbulb spy camera. We're about to candidly capture these crooks red-handed. What should I do, sir? Just keep the car warm. Oh, great, we're here. Yes, sir. We've been here for two hours. Duh, who is it? It's the Pinocchio. I'm here for the smuggling racket. I mean, I'm here to meet with Suitcase Face. Pinocchio, eh? The boss is expecting you. Come on in. After another ingenious lie by omission, Pinocchio enters the nest of vipers, enemy none the wiser. The shadowy pier echoes with the resonance of sound effects, fresh for smuggling, and also the actual sound of the water and the boats. A small car table sits amidst the criminality, where Suitcase Face, the man with a suitcase for a face, sits waiting to make his devilish deals. Hello, fellow racketeer. Thanks for coming out tonight. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, yeah. Cut to the chase, kid. I'm scheduled to get tossed in the luggage old and blow this two-bit town tonight. You got the horse club coconuts or what? Yeah, I've got the coconuts. The only question is, do you got the cash? No, I didn't realize we were talking cash. Last I heard, we were talking coconuts. You're a smart guy. Why don't you hand over the cash? Then I will, in return, hand over the cash. I mean, the coconuts. Now that we're all on the same page, I guess all that's left is to shake zippers. Put her there! Not so fast. Before you pay me to aid the Axis powers, there's just one last thing. I need you to look directly down the barrel of this gun. What Suitcase Face doesn't know is... The secret second trigger on my revolver activates the secret spy camera. Imagine that. I'll have all the evidence I need to put this racketeering menace on the front page of my newspaper. Maybe even behind bars, should he survive. If it bleeds, it leads. Sure, anything for a fellow admirer of the racketeering arts. Just one more thing. Oh, bellhop boys! Oh no! I'm surrounded by Tommy gun-toting bellhops! 
If only I had brought cash, I could disarm them with a heavy tip and get out of this jam. But Jiminy only takes cashier's checks. You sad little puppet. I don't need any coconuts. With you in my clutches, I've got all the sound effects I could ever need. All zipped up and ready to go. But I don't have any sound effects. Drat, you, you got my nose. I got your nose. You walked right into my trap, Mr. The Pinocchio. And now I'm going to sell all your little noises to the highest bidder. If you think I'll ever let my sound effects be used by Hitler and Hitler's associates, well, you've got a hole in your brain the size of a hat box. Hitler? That weirdo? Nah, I've got someone here who's just dying to feed you to the fireplace. No, it can't be. But it is. The mysterious figure stepping out of the shadows is none other than... Notorious mobster Robert the Mob Mobdanio? Hey, Kobe Riley. Never! Never! Could it be the midnight marionette caught in the clutches of the man who exploded his father? Robert the Mob, Mob Donio. Tune in next week as the Pinocchio. Uh, okay, we get it. When are they going to get to the ads? Now, Catherine, you know Canadian airwaves don't pick up American commerce. Hand me the dial, Kate. My stories are almost done. I think Edward R. Murrow is finally going to propose. Excuse me, it's your turn to go into the waiting room here at the U.S. Ambassador's Office, here at the U.S. Embassy, here in beautiful Niagara Falls. You're right, Fiorello. It did feel like we were waiting for months. Let's go, gang! Lil Miss Kate, Ward of the State, is written and created by Seth Finkelstein and Teddy Dinner. Mixed and produced by Liam Sr., Featuring the vocal talents of Lizzie Fury, Josh Nasser, Anna Rock, Liam Sr., Seth Finkelstein, and Teddy Dinner. Our artwork is by Roxy B. You can find her work at, at @bighugefrog. Like what you hear? Leave us a tip at ko-fi.com slash lilmisskate. Check us out on social media at lilmisskatepod, or just search Lil Miss Kate Ward of the State on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on the podcatcher of your choice. Thanks so much for listening.